Hi friends, it's me, Jess Bost, here with another episode of The Breakthrough Factor. Today's guest is Mark Abstein, and i he's a new friend. Uh, and we, we've known each other through Twitter yeah. and have now met at the Exchange ETF conference. So I'm excited to have him in the booth here with me today. Welcome, yeah. Mark. Thanks. Thanks, Jess. It is, as they say, good to be here. Yeah. Uh, longtime listener, first time guest. Awesome. Thank so. you. Yes. Uh, and tell me, so again, like I said, I'm going to learn about you today mm -hmm. while we chat and I'm super excited about that. I know you're in finance. Mm -hmm. I do know that about you. Yeah, you're yeah. here. Okay. Um, but tell us, back us up a little bit and give us, uh, how, how did you get into finance? What, what drew you into finance? I always love hearing this from people. So there's a couple things, um, as kind of lame as it sounds, primary of which was when I told my parents, hey, I'm looking to go to university. And my dad looked at me and said, that's great. Um, if you do something pre-professional, we will help you financially. Um, if not, good luck. You're on your own. Good luck. <laughs> um, so, you know, I wasn't as intrepid as my dad to become a chemical engineer. Um, so I went into school business. I ended up going to Northeastern University. Okay. Um, that was back when normal people could actually get into Northeastern. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I uh, went there, uh, took about a three year hiatus from school. Uh, and then when I went back, um, that was kind of on my own dime. Okay. And so when I got out of school, I had loans and I figured, well, I did have some co-ops up at State Street Bank and they did pay me money mm -hmm. and I need money. <laughs> so instead of hopping on a bus down to New York City from Boston and getting into like, you know, photography, I said, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll be responsible and pay my loans off and started going to work in, in uh, North Quincy. Jesus. State Street Bank, that big complex there. Uh, OK, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were how old at the time? Um, how old was I? This was like 94, so I was like 25. Okay, all right. You know? Yeah, so we are now, what is that? 20, about 25, 25 years into yeah. finance. Yeah. And you're still here. So what do you, like, what do you love about finance? So you started out in a bank. Started out doing uh, back office custody, mutual fund custody. Uh, the group that I was with, we did all the custody for mass financial services. So mutual funds, um, all their uh, variable annuity products, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. All the fun stuff. Um, I I ended up at that job being kind of a kind of a techie type role because at that point the main system that they had was this big like you know COBOL C coded thing, and of course clients always want custom reports, so I would do stuff like back when Excel was Excel Macro Language 4.0, <laughs> right scripts and things yeah. that would interface with this AS400 system to, you know, instead of having the programmers wait for three weeks to get the report, I just write something, it would screen scrape and then get the report out, right? Yeah. Um, and I did that for, you know, a little bit. I did that up until the point where there was an opening at SSGA mm -hmm. that I was eligible to post out of my group to go to SSGA, get on the investment management side. Okay, okay. And I went to my boss and said, hey, there's this opening, I'm eligible to post, I'd really like to post. And he said, you know what, great idea, but you know, you're really so valuable to us. I don't think I can let you post. And I said, oh, knowingly, how valuable, how valuable am, am I? I? <laughs> and honest to God, he looked me in the eye and said, you're so valuable that I can't let you post. 
And so uh, that was in, I don't know, 98. And was it in 98 or 97? Anyway, long, the long and short of it is that three, three weeks later, I started my new role as a product management person up at Luma Sales. So that was it for you. That was it. Well, I mean, anybody who's been in back office custody is like, it's a great, don't get me wrong. I was there for a couple of years. I learned a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. that I still not rely on, but at least can, can back up and mm -hmm. understand and help me understand what's going on. Um, but I mean, wow. That was, uh, that was 1994, back office custody, first job out of college, $19,500 a year. So I think that, that'll, that says everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't imagine that that's what you're still getting paid. Because <laughs> I don't know that anyone would stay in finance <laughs> um, if there wasn't some yeah. opportunity yeah. there. So you so the the track from there for mm -hmm. you because yeah did you love it did you i mean so so i i was interested in the numbers um i have a pretty good facility with tech and all that kind of stuff i like the markets right mm -hmm. it's all action yeah 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 you know everybody's seen wall street and all yeah. that kind of stuff this, right well the sexy part it, of, exactly of finance, exactly yeah. um but but honestly um you know, like going going to Luma Sales and getting into the product management side of things, mm -hmm. uh, to me was interesting because it gave me that access to um, uh, the analysts, the portfolio managers, going and sitting in on trading meetings, mm -hmm. um, and, and seeing the bigger picture, seeing the bigger picture, yeah. and then also being able to, you know, take the ten thousand foot portfolio manager speak and distill it down to wholesaler level, distill it down further to broker level. And, and and unfortunately even further to retail level right so yeah. so it 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 let me um, kind of gain a flexibility around you know super high level concepts uh, and I could end up speaking to them or writing to them anyway at, at any number of different levels and it really helped me that's a really uh, cool skill grill you know like actually understand right you know what was right. what was going on right uh, I there's a quote. I don't know who said it, but it, it's to the the message behind it is mm -hmm. being able to say it simpler. Yeah, yeah, is actually an indication of someone who has mastered yeah their their craft. Yeah, I don't know if that's Einstein or Richard Feynman, but I think it's it's uh, one of them. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I think about that a lot mm -hmm. in in finance because it's not helpful for finance to be so complicated that the end user, yeah. the client, the, the investor mm -hmm. has to, has to hurdle this new yeah. level of information in order to mm -hmm. be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely, um, there are a lot of barriers to entry in yes. finance and it's honestly from everything from, you know, what does APR mean and how does that affect my account balance? What interest rate am I really paying to, I mean, I later in my career, I, I, I spent eight years at an options exchange. Um, and I mean, talk about a barrier to, to knowledge there, you know, yeah. you know, when you go from, oh well, yeah, I got, I got, I got long only spy to, Okay, let's uh, talk about option Greeks and you know Black Scholes models and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, 
okay you know and, and honestly that stuff is still somewhere back in my mind and i can still talk greeks but like all the rest of it's like yeah okay fine we have models for that right right <laughs> right know? right so. um we figured out how to communicate that in a way that exactly, normal people understand exactly exactly um uh, yeah so i so i'm fascinated too that you have it sounds like you've navigated many different areas of finance i yeah i um uh you know the, the old Bruce Lee clip where he's saying, "You know, be 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 like water, yeah, right? Be like yeah. water, my friend." Um, because in you know in my career and in finance, um, I always tell people coming in like, "It's fun. You'll have a lot of fun. You're going to learn a lot of stuff. Um, if you're doing, like if you're doing it right, you will get laid off at some point." Yeah. Um, and some of that has occurred with me, right? So yeah. like. Like, yeah, I was I was laid off actually from Fidelity. Um, they had like a 10% force reduction in July of 2001. And my, la my last official day at FIDO was September 10th of 2001, right? And during that time I was uh, interviewing and, and doing stuff and I was in the running for a role at uh, another firm in Boston called Independence Investments. And um, that was like a, a client liaison officer type type role. Um, and basically, uh, there was a piece that I wrote about the economic impact of what had just happened. Right. And that ultimately ended up getting getting me the job. You know, um, just like number one, putting the work in yeah. when you have the time and the availability and mm -hmm. the opportunity yeah. and trusting that that work that you're doing is eventually yeah going to line up mm -hmm. and get you yeah. through the doors yeah man that's all it's it's it it, it can it can, it can be overwhelming it can it can be overwhelming and it can be a lot um and you know um uh, you know i i'm not i'm not going to sit here and say well you know i was mature enough to take the long view and like <laughs> but it's like you know what um at that point um you know, I had a wife pregnant with twins. I had a mortgage I had to take care of. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, get to work. You, you got to do what you got to do. Get to work. Yeah. You got to do what you know, You know, figure do. it out. I um, my, So part of my story of getting into finance mm. is uh, my husband had lost his job and mm -hmm. I was coaching. And I love coaching. Yeah. But coaching was not going to pay our bills. And there was more of an overlap, quite a bit of overlap between helping people get from where they are than where they want to be in fitness and yeah. then also doing that in finance. I didn't know that at the time. But yeah, I mean, mo motivation is um, if you can do it, you can do it. The same thing with sales. I mean, my brother for, for, for years worked in sales roles. Um, and for the longest time, I, I, I told him, I said, look, please, please let me get you on a sell side equity desk. Let me get you on a sell side FX desk, please, because you can do it for four years you can bank seven or eight figures and then just get the hell out and do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, he, I mean, right, right now he's like 15 or 16 years into a, running his own business out in California, but he basically runs a hot rod shop. So he, he builds cars from scratch and you know, does Love all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the, the motivation piece mm -hmm. is, important i think also too is 
I love what you said, the be like water. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while yeah. because it is really, there's so many different avenues within financial services and you, many people that I know mm -hmm. don't end up in the same place that they started. Oh, oh, nobody. I mean, part of, part of the reason why I was interested in, in, in leaving State Street Bank all those years ago um, is that I could look at an org chart and I could say, okay, I'm a senior analyst level 12. Now in three years, I'll be this. In seven years, I'll be that. In 10 years, I'll be this. And then in 20 years, I'll be that. And that scared the crap out of me because I'm like, no, 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 please. No me gusta. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, you know. Don't plan out my life for me. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I think it can be intimidating, but like you mm -hmm. said, if you're, if you stay focused on where you're at mm -hmm. in the moment, do yeah. the work. Oh yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. Um, so uh, kind of adjacent to that, um, you know, I, in high school, I started playing rugby uh, and I played through high school. I, I actually played some men's club when I was in high school, but I played in college and I played men's club after. And um, the point where I'd left school for a couple of years, I, I, I went back to Toronto, which is where I grew up. I was born in New York. I grew up in Toronto. Okay. Um, and I was, I was playing for this, uh, uh, Transact rugby club. So it was a, it was an Aussie Kiwi, uh, rugby club and I was playing second team. Um, and you know, I talked to these guys, I was, I was a fullback, right? So I was like, think of me like a, a punt receiver yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm talking with these guys in the first team. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, you know, what do I need to do to, you know, get on first team and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, this guy I was talking to, he, he just looked up at me and said, nah, just put your head down and run. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't worry about it. Just again, get to work. Just, just, just do it. Just, just do it. Just put your head down and run and you'll get there. Right. And you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Be like water. <laughs> no, I mean, really, it's, it's such, it's such a good, uh, a good analogy, a good mental picture to yeah. just be thinking instead of getting lost in the chaos of all that could be going on. Well, it could be going on of all that is going on. Yes. Like, you know, kind of a deal with stuff as it comes and be like just get some perspective mm -hmm. uh, you know and it's tough it's tough when you're younger um i mean my my the twins i referenced earlier they're 20 years old now they're sophomore yeah. in college yeah and you know every now and then they'll call me up or they'll text me and they'll be like oh my god you know <laughs> i'm like hey, just, <laughs> yeah. just relax it's okay breathe you know yeah so. it's really easy i mean this just is something you learn too with life and yeah. and time in um, yeah, the game I you mean, just yeah. realize it's yeah. not as big of a deal as yeah, yeah. you think it might be yeah um so going back to just the I want to go back to that moment where you, you said you lost your job and your wife yeah. was pregnant. Yeah, with twins. twins. Yeah. Um, oh, it gets better professionally, but 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 ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me how it gets better, because that's my question. It, the I mean, the show is about those breakthrough moments. And, sure. and the thing is, and you've already mentioned so many of them. It, I want to know what it is about people that have helped them move from where they were to this mm -hmm. place that they're in now or to that next step, that next level. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. and, and it sounds to me like just some of your personality and the way that you are and the way you see the world, the put your head down and run, be like water, just the willingness to do the work and get and move yeah. where the opportunity is, is a big part of that. But yeah. 
Like, we're, so, we're in that moment, take us back yeah, to that okay. moment. Um, so, I mean, so I, as I said, I, I end up getting a job at, at Independence um, and um, really interesting shop. Uh, I refer to them as like a gray box shop, right? So uh, they weren't really fully black box, but they had integrated a lot of quantitative analysis against a lot of qualitative analysis. Mm -hmm. So like the morning trading meetings weren't, hey, what's hitting the news? What's going on? It was, hey, the model told us X, analyst uh, X, you know, confirm or refute. Hmm. All right. And um, it was a really, it, it was a really interesting model. And what I loved about it was that it was the first, and frankly, I think the only shop that I had worked at where they had such conviction in their models that they're running essentially an SBX killer. And there would be times where they would like be naked IBM or like they wouldn't have GE or whatever because the model said X and the analyst was like, yep, now we gotta, we gotta get out of here. And, and there's other shops that I've worked at, um, you know, in, in Boston, particularly a, a small family shop on, you know, 82 Devonshire Lane, um, where, <laughs> where, you know, I'd come out of, I'd come out of port portfolio manager meetings and like the PMs would say, you know what? Yeah, you know that stock, I hate that stock. It's, it's, it's a dog, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I'm three bips under the benchmark. It, yeah, and I, for those of you that can't see, the look <laughs> that Jess is giving me now is the same one that you guys probably it's, have as well. It's, it's the side eye that, <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't yeah. know how much I, I'll, I'll uh, trust. Know, it's, um, it's, the, it's the look of distrust yeah, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, um, so, so yeah, so you know, that, that, that shop was great. Um, and then, of course, um, from 01 to 02, you know, things got, you know, not good and not gooder. <laughs> and basically, I ended up getting swept up in another round of layoffs um, with them. And basically, I was out for like uh, a good year. Now, meanwhile, my boys at this point are about six months old. So for that time, it was, you know, me and the wife and the kids and they're so from six months to 18 months, I was home all the time and my wife's home all the time. And, you know, again, we kind of made it happen. And honestly, I was doing like, geez, um, one of the things I was doing, I picked up a gig transcribing um, company uh, earnings calls for for Thompson. And I'd be there with my gateway computer and uh, all this stuff and just banging out these things. Yeah, but still, even a skill you wouldn't have been able to do if you didn't understand markets. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, you know. The language, yeah, for yeah. one, and yeah. being able to interpret how the language is, mm -hmm. is laid out in yeah. written form is, is important. Yeah. It uh, gets better? Well, <laughs> it gets better. Um, it gets better because after that, I end up at Genzyme Corp in their treasury department um and that 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 was actually fun because they hired me on the 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 treasurer at the time said you know we've been looking for a treasury guy that knows investments and we've been unsuccessful so let's find a, an investments guy who can pick up the treasury end mm -hmm. right and i said okay cool um and it was pretty fun actually it was my first uh, time actually running money um they had about a billion dollars of you know corporate cash and cash flow that i was managing a short-term portfolio um, and, and also managing like the, I was like a manager of managers. So I was managing those, yeah. those relationships and things, um, which is, again, was great experience. Um, I ended up rewriting their investment policies. Um, and after much, much, uh, deliberation convinced the treasurer to actually get access to a Bloomberg terminal. The reason being is that 
you know, Gentime at the time is a global company and it still is, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the bank that they would do their FX trading in, the bank, the bank would fax them a rate sheet at 9 a.m. And then the and then the like FX manager would call at like 11 and trade with the bank. And, and, I, and I said, you know, please, 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 please just just try it. Just try it. Anyway, within three weeks, they realized like, oh, so trading FX with uh, two hour old quotes probably isn't something we should be doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, again, it wasn't like I was saying, hey, turn your turn your treasury department into a prop desk. But it was like uh, you, you, you can be you can be, you can be a little smarter, you, can be you know, smarter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but 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 transformational. Right. Um, so honestly, the big transformation for me was getting laid off a third time. This time in the beginning of 2008, um, I was working as a product manager for closed end funds for Morgan Stanley, which included Morgan Stanley, MSIM, right, the institutional, and then at, at that time, Van Campen. Uh, so me and 10% of my uh, em employee colleague friends uh, got shown the door in January. Um, and I saw this ad for a, a role at an options exchange looking for a prod dev guy. And I'm like, yeah, I've done some stuff. And I've been involved in some IPO roadshows for closed ends and we raised assets and stuff. I was like, yeah. So I, anyway, I submitted for it, ended up getting the job. Um, and about four years into it, uh, was effectively told <laughs> that, I mean, it went as far as there was a company holiday party where we kind of did a skit on this, but I, I, <laughs> I bore a striking resemblance to the CEO of the company to the point where the first couple of weeks that I was there, I'd have guys come up to me and be like, um, are, are you, are you related to Gary? You know? And, and like, like seriously, there would be guys, I'd be in the elevator in the morning and, and, and this happened once for sure. I know it happened. There was some big project that was going on, a blah, blah, blah. And the guy who was heading it up was in the elevator with me. He started giving me an update. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and then as we got to, you know, uh, as we got to our floor, he kind of, I don't know if his coffee kicked in or whatever, but he kind of did a double take on me. And I could tell in his, in his face, he was like, oh, crap. Okay. All right. Not, <laughs> not the boss, right? Um, that's funny. That's but, funny. Yeah. But, but, but that, that role, um, I always said about that job, uh, never so much laughter and never so much math. Um, right. Had a great, no, uh, you never saw uh, much laughter. And I, I, I never saw as much laughter, oh, as or, much laughter. or, or, or as much math. Or as much math. Yeah. In, in a job. Um, uh, it was just a lot of fun. Um, you know, it was, it was 2008. Um, thematics were kind of starting to take off. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the uh, the ISE, uh, as it was, I think it's still named the ISE, even though it's a NASDAQ property now. Um, you know, uh, we were building indexes mm -hmm. for for ETFs, um, we did some early work with First Trust and uh, did some indexes with with some other folks. Um, the um, the whole environment there was really entrepreneurial. Uh, and it was it was it was really a lot of fun. So, uh, the, what that index business kind of morphed into was actually um, uh, became, well, there were two tracks. There was indexes and then there was what, what, what we called uh, ETF ventures, which is we worked with um, the, the clients of white label issuers and we would provide financing for the client's products. 
right? Um, we weren't providing seed capital. Uh, right. We weren't paying anyone's salary. Right. But we would essentially underwrite the funds. So a fund launches, it comes at seed. Um, it's still the case where I think, you know, launching an ETF, uh, it's about, call it a quarter million dollars a year uh, burn, you know, if, if, if you're in seed. Um, so we would finance that fund scales, you know, we, we get paid back and then we got into, you know, a revenue share. Um, and you know, it was, it was a pretty good business. And, um, you know, you, you may know some of the funds that we brought like, like hack and, and I pay and, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and, uh, big, big D which started out as B dat, but you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a big data, you know, product, right? Yeah. Um, so but, you were, you were part of all that your company was yeah I, I mean I I, I actually built right. I actually built all the indexes for right us. I was about to say you were on the you were yeah. very much on the cutting edge of all of that then. yeah 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 so you know in terms of thematics I, like I tell like I tell people like I was, happened to be in the right place at the right mm -hmm. time with the right skill set mm -hmm. and so was able to do you know a bunch of stuff and all you know? those different roles some of them that happened out of Necessity. necessity yeah because you're all of those eventually packaged yeah. into yeah. this perfect really yeah um you know set of skills that mm -hmm. you needed in order to be the right person yeah that's yeah you know and so you know i, I we did that I, I did that till 2016 and then just before um ic got sold to nasdaq mm -hmm. um i actually ended up uh literally moving up the street to the new york stock exchange to their index group and, um, you know, at the time, uh, it was going to be great because, hey, all that all that really sexy stuff you're doing at ISC and thematics and stuff, we we want we that. Want that we want that here. and yeah. bring it over here and we're going to do this whole thing and blah, blah, blah. And we got this guy at the top and he's going to anyway, I get there and the guy at the top's like, ah, you know, I think I want to go be a prop trader again. So he like left and went to Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, and then just generally like the whole index group thing started to pivot. Mm -hmm. And so. They made some acquisitions, some very large acquisitions, and great for the company. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, they picked up IDC. Uh, they picked up the Bank of America, Mer Merrill Lynch, all the fixed income indices, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, formed what is now Ice Data Services and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's really it's become this kind of fixed income data juggernaut ar around that. Um, what they what they did do <laughs> <laughs> was was. Uh, pay pay as close attention to the equity side and certainly kind of the 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 thematic and kind of innovative side of of, of things on equity. So yeah. um, so basically beginning uh, beginning of 2019, we, we both kind of doffed our I'm caps at each other, yeah. which is uh, fine for them, but just wasn't a good fit for you. I mean, yeah, you know, like yeah. it's just it's not it's like not what I'm, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I can handle the data and I'm good with numbers and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, so, you know, May of 2019, I, you know, set up a website and incorporated in, you know, Jersey and well, New Jersey for any European listeners. I, I was just at a, a sales trip in Europe and people were asking me, oh, so where do you live? And I was like, oh, you know, I live in Jersey. And they're like, oh, really? That's that's that's, that's very posh. And I'm like, no, 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 not the Jersey Islands, <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. Not the old Jersey, the New Jersey. Um, yeah. So I've been doing that. And um you know, again, like uh, index development, ETF development. Um, I've been lucky enough by virtue of my past experience and people I've worked with, uh, you know, kind of tipping me off to, hey, here's an opportunity. Go talk right. to these guys or, right. or, or saying, hey, you guys are looking for this. Go talk to Mark. Um, so, you know, I, I've had 
I've had some 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 good clients cool. and and it's, and it's been fun and you know as it stands now um, you know the bulk of the work that I do is with uh, Chris Versace at at, at Tomatica Research mm-hmm. and um, you know we're, we're actually we got a good thing going here uh, we got like um, we got five indexes licensed uh, four in Europe uh, one here um, I think we're looking at about I don't know 470 480 million dollars under management uh, well, well tracking the tracking. indexes yeah, yeah tracking the indexes so um you know it's uh it's yeah, it's cool. working it's, yeah it's working yeah you know? and i mean it only took 25 years to get there only only <laughs> well it, it it was it was kind of funny because I, I i was joking with people because uh, you know in in 2019 you know i literally i got laid off like uh you know a couple months before my my 50th birthday so i would joke with people it's like yeah for my 50th birthday you know <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah. um so you know this is good i mean three years i'm actually turning 53 on sunday uh well, so yeah so th- th- this is actually a nice little birthday this, treat this wonderful, yeah. uh but uh, you know it's like okay three years that that's a nice present you know yeah. go down to florida again and 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 do this and you know have have all these folks be like oh wow you're still alive you know uh, yeah right <laughs> and then now on the um on the independent side you know you yeah. get to to call the shots yeah i mean yeah 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 i mean for 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 the most part <laughs> you know yeah. but you get but, to say yes or no yeah, it, yeah. to the things that you want to be yeah yeah no of. no and, yeah. and 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 there certainly are projects that have that, that we've turned down or, or or that i've turned down whether it's for bandwidth or just hey it's not my wheelhouse or whatever right. exactly. um but but honestly just like everything like um you know people talk about paying it forward or whatever but yeah i mean if i'm not going to go for something there's somebody that I know and right. I'll, I'll point them and uh, you know, you just, you got to do that stuff, right? Because not only it helps the person who came to you for help, but you know, it helps your buddy or it helps, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the other person in their role too. So. Smart people in finance are like real people. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I mean, you're, I mean, it, it's funny with the, I get, I get stuck in the middle a lot of times because mm-hmm. I'm you know, an advisor by okay. trade. So that was for how I came mm-hmm. into the industry. But then now also I work at this asset management firm. Mm-hmm. And um, so I get stuck in this kind of middle zone of two, uh, two people who don't understand each other, mm-hmm. two groups of people yeah, who don't yeah, understand yeah. each other. And so I get to hear about it all the time. But what I one of the things I do love about this podcast and especially just this moment is mm-hmm. building that bridge, right? Yeah. To you have had a very human life <laughs> in the sense of and, yeah. and not just in you know not not just in the details of family, whatever, but yeah. the layoffs, the layoffs yeah. in the middle of having babies and having yeah. to figure all of that out and do what you had to do in order to keep the life and the household moving forward. Yeah. I think people sometimes look at finance, uh, people in finance and imagine that their lives are very sexy and that they have a lot of money and that it, you know, you're burning it down all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's, we're still, still I mean, real people with, with the struggles and yeah. the, the moments that we had to push through mm-hmm. the things that we had to learn, piece together, keep going, doing, to get to this place mm-hmm. just like anyone else that's successful yeah yeah um that's it you know and it, 
you know, again, like it just, I, I always, I, it's, for me, it always comes back to, to talking to that guy about how do I, how do I, how do I get on the A side? How do I get on first team and just put your head down and run? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? love that. I love that. Well, I have enjoyed yeah. getting to know you through Likewise, this conversation yeah. and I, uh, am excited to see more of, of your company and mm -hmm. what y'all do. If, anyone listening who wants to get in touch with Mark Absey, how do we do that? Uh, I mean, my email address, mark.absey at allyoucanetf.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, right, at Absey Mark. Mm -hmm. Absey, so, let's spell that. Uh, A-B-S-S-Y. Right, okay. Yeah. And then, so, uh, your websites, www.allyoucanetf.com. Uh, yeah, uh, www.allyoucanetf.com. Um, I'll, I'll warn everybody uh, that was set up a couple of years ago i think the one thing i did was i updated for a video last year that i did on um on etf liquidity mm -hmm. uh so it's 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 not entirely static but uh you know it's more of a billboard than anything else right that's great that's <laughs> totally fine totally fine um that because again most people are going to be reaching out to you on social anyway. sure sure so, great well mark thank you yeah for sharing well uh, thanks for i mean like i said uh, thanks for asking and and, and have me on you know it's good it's yeah, a blast absolutely we'll do it again sometime figure yeah. out where you are sure in a few years from now that's fine how yeah. how how this is materializing and now that we're back out in public and oh yeah having a lot more conversations well i mean now that i can go back and start having sales meetings again that's i can right. help i can help my clients that's right get their clients into the funds that's right? right and that's what it's about yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. That's, yeah that's what it's about so well thank you sure. uh, for all of our listeners if you enjoy this episode and are looking for more like it please follow us on we have spotify uh it is the breakthrough factor with jess bost on spotify also on apple podcast be sure to hit that follow button so you can know when more episodes come out in the future thanks so much mark thank you